Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the American Tennis Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Thompson. Happy to be here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network. We have a lot to talk about. Let's get right into it. First things first, let's recap some of those college tournaments that we talked about on the last podcast. We have the Big West Conference Tournament and the Pac-12 Conference Tournament to talk about. Talk about the Pac-12 first. UCI won their first match and then unfortunately lost to Cal Poly. Cal Poly went on to play UC Santa Barbara in the finals of the conference tournament where UCSB would win and secure their fifth straight conference tournament win in the Big West advancing automatically into the NCAAs where they actually beat Texas Tech. Had a good first round showing there. Over to the Pac-12 side where we were expecting the one and two seeds to face off again for the third straight year, USC, UCLA. That did not happen, however. USC held up their end of the deal. UCLA fell short in the semis, getting beat by Cal, who would then lose to USC in the finals giving USC another Pac-12 conference title. Cal Berkeley playing some good tennis, we should note, into the NCAA tournament, doing quite well. They actually upset the number 15 seed, University of Illinois, so they have a third-round match coming up next weekend. We'll talk all about the NCAAs, but first I want to review a little bit of what's been going on in the Pro Tour because we've been talking a lot of college recently. So looking back at the professional tour events, going back to Monte Carlo a few weeks ago, which was an ATP level 1000 Masters event, big event. The only American in that draw was Taylor Fritz. He was coming back from that disappointing showing in Houston, that clay court tournament earlier in the year. He had a good showing. He beat Joe Wilfred Sanga in the first round, and then he beat Diego Schwartzman to advance into the third round, where he lost to Djokovic 6-3, 6-0. Again, that was the only American in the draw, Taylor Fritz. Not a great tournament necessarily, but a good rebound from a disappointing showing in Houston. Good to see him getting right back into it on the big stage with players like Djokovic, Nishikori, Nadal, big name guys like that. So I was happy to see Fritz rebound and get into that. Then the week after that, there was the tournament in Barcelona, where we have five Americans in the main draw of this ATP 500 level event, another big tournament, played on clay in Spain, leading up to the French Open later this month. Dennis Kudla, American, lost in the first round. Below that, Francis Tiafo, he was actually the 14th seed of this tournament. He also lost his first match, but it is good to see a young American seeded in a tournament like this. Tiafo currently ranked number 31 in the world. Very impressive. He's been killing it. Then we have Taylor Fritz and Riley Opelka, the two young Americans. Unfortunately, they had to play each other first round. Bad luck, but Taylor got the better of Riley this time, beating him 6-3, 6-4. Fritz then lost to Nishikori in his next match, 7-5, 6-2. And Kai would advance to the semifinals, where he would lose to Medvedev in three sets, 7-5 in the third. Last American in this tournament, though, he actually did the best, was Mackenzie McDonald, the graduate from UCLA. Won his first round, 6-2, 6-2. He then beat Simone, the 11 seed, 6-3-6-2, before losing to Medvedev, who lost to Theme in the final, 6-4-6-0. So good tournament from Mackie. That should give him a little boost, confidence boost going into the French Open. But before we get to the French Open later this month, there's the big tournament in Madrid, Spain, with action kicking off this weekend. Taylor Fritz had to go through the qualifying rounds. He did make it into the main draw, where he will play Grigor Dimitrov in the first round. If he wins that match, he will play Djokovic again his next match. So, tough draw there for Mr. Fritz. 
Looking down later in the draw, Steve Johnson, he was an entry into the main draw. He plays Millman in the first round and then would play Fognini, the 10 seed, who was actually on fire. He won a big tournament a couple weeks back, so that should be some interesting tennis there. We'll see how Stevie does, but certainly capable of playing well. Then there's Riley Opelka, the young American. He qualified as well. Two tough matches in the quality. He got through to the main draw. He will face Pablo Carreno Busta his first round. If he wins that one, he'll play Team, the five seed. Team so tough on clay. That would really be an exciting match to see. I hope Opelka gets past that first one so we can see him play Team in the second round. And then lastly, for the Americans in the singles, there is Francis Tiafo. He plays the number 14 seed, the first round matchup. So it'll be tough. He's also in Nadal's section of the draw. So if he gets by his first couple matches, he would be facing Nadal, obviously the king of clay. Speaking of clay, there is one funny story so far from the tournament that I think we should talk about real quickly. It's not an American, but it is someone that everybody knows, Nick Kyrgios. If you follow the game, you're well aware of you either love him or you hate him. He had his first round match today. He played Struff, and from what I can see online, it seems that Kyrgios showed up to the match with just a backpack and two rackets. He was up to his usual antics, broke a racket during the match, hitting underhand serves, Apparently, Struff beat him in just over an hour, 65-minute match, and Kyrgios just looked very disinterested. He fired some shots on Twitter. If you look at his Twitter handle, it's always entertaining. He's saying that, I guess he got an entry into the doubles with Bernard Tomic, and someone was tweeting at him saying, you know, why would these guys get a wild card over other players? And Kyrgios responding that sports is entertainment. So that has certainly been his brand of tennis so far. Um, he had said recently that he is much more a fan of the grass surface and really doesn't like playing on clay very much. I can see that. It doesn't really suit his game as much with the big serves and coming forward. He was saying that grass is really the best surface for that. So anyways, he showed up to the Madrid Open early exit, just seemed disinterested and as always is catching some uh, some flack online for it. So that's the story so far from Madrid. Action's going to be going on this week, so we'll be sure to talk some more about that in the next podcast. For now, let's turn back our attention, though, to the NCAA college event because it is the big tournament, and we are now into the third round. And there's been some good tennis so far. Ohio State, the number one seed, taking care of business early to set up a third round matchup with Columbia, the 16 seed. Looking down the draw, this part is really the most intriguing part of the draw to me, at least so far early on. North Carolina just dominating Navy and Georgia, winning 4-0, 4-1 to get to the third round. And then USC beating Northern Arizona and then San Diego to set up a third round clash with North Carolina. The 8 and 9 seeds set to go at it next Saturday at 2 o'clock. I've been talking to some friends, players, and contacts I have affiliated with both of those schools, and they're both just expecting an absolute battle. I really think of all the third round matchups, this USC-North Carolina one is going to be the closest and honestly could go either way. It's it's going to be a fun one to watch. If you watch one match of all of the NCAA tournaments next Saturday, this would be the one that I would circle for you. Going down the draw, Virginia, the number five seed, taking care of business, setting up a third round matchup with Stanford. Like I mentioned earlier, UC Santa Barbara, the Big West Conference tournament winner, they got the automatic entry into the tournament. They beat Texas Tech 4-1 in the first round and then lost to Stanford 4-0. So Stanford, Virginia will be playing each other in that section of the bracket. Texas, the two seed, this is a really cool part of the draw as well. 
Cal Berkeley, who we have USC, we have UCLA, we have these big powerhouse schools in Southern California. I feel like Cal Berkeley has a tendency to get overlooked a little bit, but they've been playing some unbelievable tennis. Like we mentioned, they upset UCLA in the Pac-12 conference tournament down in Ohio a couple weeks ago. And now here in the NCAA tournament, they beat Drake 4-1 in the first round. And then second round, they beat University of Illinois, a powerhouse team, 15 seed. Cal beat them 4-1. So they have a third round matchup now against Texas, the number two seed. That's going to be a very, very tough match. But the way Cal is playing, you can't count them out. That's another one to keep an eye on, especially if you're here in California. And root for good California tennis should be a fun one to keep an eye on. TCU and Mississippi State set to battle in the third set. TCU, very good team. I could very well see them pulling off the upset against Mississippi State, the seven seed. And then UCLA, UCLA rebounding from that tough Pac-12 conference tournament. They beat Grand Canyon 4-0 first round, beat Oklahoma State 4-0 second round. Haven't dropped a match yet. They're set to play Baylor in the third round. Baylor also playing very well, beat Utah, beat Michigan. That should be a fun one to watch. I'm really excited to see how all of this college college tennis shakes out. It's just a very exciting time of the year. All these players who have worked so hard, their collegiate careers, their junior careers, some of them coming to an end, and then it all just comes down to that one day, which team shows up. I love it. It's so fun to watch. One thing to note, that USC-North Carolina match is going to be at USC because USC is the eight seed. So if you live in the Southern California area and can make it to that match, I promise you, you will not regret it. That is going to be some fantastic tennis, and there's always an electric atmosphere on the USC campus. So definitely one to make it to if you weren't able to make it to the Big West tournament or the Ojai tournament. Strongly recommend making it out for that third round matchup between USC and North Carolina. If you can't make it out to the match, you can check my Twitter feed at JustTomp11. I will be tweeting about it, posting updates, getting you guys stories for what you want to see. That'll do it for the podcast today. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to subscribe, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, anywhere that you listen to your podcast, we are on there. Believe does a great job of getting us up on all the different streaming services. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me also on Instagram at justin.thompson111. If you want to advertise at the show, please contact believe at believe.com. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Let's get ready for an awesome week of tennis. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.